Welcome back, everybody. It's been a long time since we've had midweek. Did you have a happy Christmas and a Merry New Year and all that good stuff? Did you get what you wanted for Christmas? What were some of your top uh, top top gifts? Just yell them at me. A phone? Clothes? Cologne? Awesome. Um, that's great. Sounds like some really good stuff. Uh, I got a new puppy for Christmas. She's so cute. Oh, we... We rescued her. I know. I, I had made up my mind whenever we got married that I, w- I, had, I had made a resolution, and I said, I am not going to get a dog before I have kids, and I did, and I gave it up, and she's so cute, and I'm so glad. I'm such a proud uh, dog dad. It's, it's funny. Um, but now we're past Christmas, and we're to this time, this new year, where people like to make these things called resolutions. Did anybody have a New Year's resolution that they, that they made personally? Uh, a few of us, I kind of, I kind of thought that like you guys kind of think like I don't really need to change anything. I was doing pretty good. I don't know why this year would be any different. But, but in the larger culture, probably your parents and a lot of other people, they use this new year, this this kind of this time where the calendar resets is almost like a, a restart button, like a, a refresh of sorts. And you kind of look ahead and you've got the whole year ahead of you to, to make of it what you want. You feel like it's really a, a blank canvas and, and you can do anything now. Um, and, and there's these things called resolutions, right? Or, or we resolve to do something. It's basically like we, we make up our mind or we, we figure out the problem. We kind of set our mind on something and we resolve to do it. And so people do this at the new year, right? It's called a new year's resolution. Almost everybody has something to say. They, they want to do better at something. They want to get better. They want to be a better person in one way or another. And everybody in our culture, that's kind of what the no, normal thing is. It's not a big deal. Uh, but most of these resolutions that you hear from people are, uh, I want to get fit, or I want to eat better, I want to be healthier, I want to learn this new thing, or I, I want to do this. And, and they're all personal, uh, kind of self-centered, uh, I want to get better at this, I want to do this. You get the point. Uh, that It's kind of all about me whenever we, we decide to do something for ourselves to make ourselves better. And everybody does it, right? Everybody does it. Uh, but does that make it right? Does that make it right? Should we make resolutions is the question. Should we make a New Year's resolution to say, I'm going to, to eat healthier. Um, you know, I'm only going to eat kale this whole 2017 or, or whatever the resolution is that we make. Is that right? Is that okay? And, and the real question is, um, it doesn't matter if culture says it's okay how do we know if something is right or wrong or if we should do it? Rhetorical question. The answer is if God has said something about it, right? If, if God has spoken about something in his word, then we need to look at it and what he says about it, yes or no, is then what we should do. And lucky for us, he does talk about making resolutions, so we're going to see uh, throughout the Bible, I'm going to look at a couple verses, but just off the top of my head, Daniel made a resolution back in the, in the Old Testament. He had made up his mind not to eat the king's food, right, and defile himself. And so we can see throughout different people making resolutions, but I'm going to look uh, here. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, and we're going to be looking at verses 11 and 12. Just two verses tonight that talk about making a resolution. And we'll see how, how we are supposed to make resolutions the right way. 
Because like I said earlier, our culture and, and everybody can say, yeah, make these New Year's resolutions, make yourself better, do what you need to do to, to be a better person. Uh, and just because our culture says something doesn't make it right, we have to look at what God says about it most importantly. So how do we make resolutions the right way? Second Thessalonians 1, verses 11 and 12. Let me read them to you. Paul is praying Okay, remember that. Paul is praying on behalf of the Thessalonians, the church that he is writing to. And he says this, To this end, we always pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve. There's, there you go. There's your word. There's resolve. There's making the resolution. We always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So how do we make resolutions the right way? Uh, and, and Paul tells us right here, and he gives us a clue of how, how are we supposed to make up our mind? What are we supposed to do and how do we do it? How do we, how do we make sense of and how do we make up our minds on the decisions that we make and who we want to be and what we want to do? And first, the first thing we have to understand whenever we make a decision and whenever we resolve to do something is to understand that it's God's work. Look at, look at what he says. He says, pray, this is a prayer to our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith. And so this is a prayer, right? And what do we know about prayers is that we are, we are asking God to do something on somebody else's behalf, right? And so Paul here expects that whenever he prays uh, to, to make every resolve good, he's expecting then that God is doing that work, right? Because he's praying, and so we're expecting God to do the work. This is a work Paul is asking God to do on behalf of the Thessalonians. So Paul makes it clear here that every good resolution, anything, anything that we resolve to do that's godly is ultimately a work of God. And then we see that every good resolution then is a work that is from faith. You see how he puts the two together with the and. It says, every resolve for good and every work of faith. And so every good resolution that we make is a work that is from faith. So every good resolution, every time we make up our mind to do something godly is ultimately a work of faith that is ultimately a work of faith. Of God, does that make sense? You see his his reasoning there. So it's incredibly selfish for us, right, to take credit for something that we didn't do. It's incredibly selfish uh, for to take credit for something that we didn't do, right? There's there's people that cheat on papers or cheat on tests and and take credit of it as if it was their own, right? That's not cool. And this is where all of our pride gets in the way. Whenever we try and whenever we try and take the credit for something that God should really get the credit for and He should get the glory for. Right, so um, last night I went to the Klein versus Klein Forest basketball game, which is which is really fun. Um, and at halftime, well, right, like as soon as the halftime buzzer went off, they threw out these t-shirts out into the crowd, some of the cheerleaders did, and they said that the people who caught them uh, should come down to shoot, like do a shooting contest. 
And uh, my family, my wife and, and her parents, they like, we caught, uh, they like threw a t-shirt right at us and we all kind of had it. And then they were like, Alec, you got to go down there. You got to shoot. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous. And, uh, and so I, I walked down there and I kind of let all these other uh, kids go and, and I get the ball and I'm like, all right, here we go, baby. And I shoot this half court shot and I let it go. I was like, oh, that may go in. And everybody's like, oh, and then it hits the front of the rim and then it misses. I know, it was really sad. Uh, I had the same reaction. And then, uh, like, everybody shot a half-court shot, and then everybody moved up, and this kid made a three-pointer before I got to shoot, and I didn't even get a chance to, to answer. But anyway, what if, what if the kid right in front of me, what if the kid right in front of me, like, drains this half-court shot, and the crowd goes crazy, and then I, like, run up there and grab the gift card that he was supposed to get, and I'm like, yeah, look what I did, everybody. And everybody's cheering, uh, but, but I'm not the one that did it. This kid is the one that made the shot, right? That, that's kind of, in, in a goofy way, that's, that's how it is. Whenever anything good comes from us, whenever we make any good resolution or decide to do something that, that is godly, that brings glory to God, uh, we, and we try and take the credit for it, right? that's not how things are supposed to go. That's not how it works. And we must understand that any good resolution or good work that we do through faith is ultimately a work that is from God. So we have to understand that it's a work of God. And second, we have to, whenever we, we make any resolution, we have to rely on God's power and grace. Look back at these verses. Rely on God's power and grace. Uh, Paul says, fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power. And so he's asking God to fulfill all these resolutions and all these good works by his power. Right, we have to rely on him. So if our good, uh, if our good works come from God, right, if, if they're from him, then we have to rely on him to get them done because they're not ours, but they're his. They have to be carried out by his power. So the question is then, how do we rely on God's power and grace? How do we, how do, we do that? Uh, look, back, look, at, look back at the verse. It says, um, for every work of what? What's that word there? Every work of what? Anybody have your Bible out? Every work of faith. Every work of faith. So in order to rely on God's power and grace, we must exercise our faith in him. We must exercise our faith in him. And that's how we rely on him is through our faith. And so everything that we do, everything that we do should proceed out of our faith in Jesus because we know that in us, naturally, there's nothing good, right? We have nothing good about us uh, naturally, right? Thanks to Adam and Eve, uh, they sinned, and now everybody since then has been born sinful. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? Romans 3.23, uh, we know that, and, and that we cannot be good under our own power. There's nothing that we can do under our own strength to be good. We need a work of another person, to, to, to be on our behalf in the name of that other person is Jesus, right? And the way that we have access to Jesus, the way that we can be seen as, as pure and righteous is through our faith, right? And so everything we resolve to do, everything we choose to do, and every work of faith must rely completely on God's power and grace through faith, 
in Jesus. We have to rely on God's power and grace. And then the last thing that we have to do, whenever we make resolutions, we have to understand that it's work of God. Then we have to rely on God's power and grace. And then ultimately, we have to bring glory to God with what we do. We have to bring glory to God. And look what uh, Paul says. He says, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. That's the purpose of everything that we do is ultimately to bring glory to God. And, and Paul finishes the prayer by asking God that every good resolution that they make and every work of faith they do bring glory to God. So our resolutions, the, thing that, the things that we choose to do, each and every day should, should prop God up. They should magnify God. They should, it, it should ca- uh, cause others to look at our lives and see God and see how glorious and beautiful he is to us and how deep and great a treasure he is to us and how magnificent he is in our lives because you were created, each and every one of you were created to bring glory to God. All right, each and every one of you were created to bring glory to God and it's your God-given purpose to bring him glory. And so I wonder if your New Year's resolutions, do they reflect that goal? Or if you didn't make any New Year's resolutions, do the decisions you make each and every day, do the things that you decide to do, the things you make up your mind to do, do they reflect that goal, right? Do they reflect your purpose, your God-given purpose to bring him glory? And really that's the question. It's not just about making a new year resolution, but it's each and every day, the decisions that we make, do they bring glory to God? And ultimately, that's the question. So if you resolved to eat healthier or exercise more, those are are good things. Okay, it's it's a good thing to eat healthy and take care of your body. It's a, it's a good thing to want to exercise more or, or be better in school, do better. All those things, they're good. They're good things. But please, please do those, but acknowledge that, that any good desire is ultimately from God, right? We have to filter these things through what we just talked about. We have to acknowledge that any good desire is from God. We have to rely on his power and his grace to, to make sure that those things happen. And we have to do it ultimately to bring glory to him because that is the purpose of our lives. All right, so what do you need to resolve to do tonight? That's the question. What do you need, what do you need to make up your mind to do? Imagine 2017 is, is a blank slate. It's a, it's a canvas waiting to be painted, right? You can, you can make of it whatever you want. Make up your mind, resolve, make resolutions that are, are going to glorify God. So what do you need to do, right? Because we can make resolutions anytime. It wasn't like it was New Year's Eve whenever Paul was writing this. I don't think they had the same calendar we did and and that kind of thing. Uh, I I don't think it was New Year's Eve when Paul was writing this. You can make resolutions anytime. Each and every day we should resolve or or we should choose, we should make up our mind to, to, to know God and love him more each and every day. Right? We should make up our minds to do that each and every day, that we don't have to wait. You know, if you, if you uh, mess up this week, you don't have to wait until New Year's 2018 to, to, to change it. Right? You, can, you can wake up each and every day and resolve to know God and love him more each and every day. So what do you, what do you need to do? Do you need to read his word more? 
Do you need to read his word more? I mean, the answer is yes for everybody. I'm, I'm guessing it. I know it is for me. Actually, I know it is for everybody. We need to read his word more because, guess what? God has revealed himself to us through his word, the Bible, right? The, this contains the very word of God and everything that he has to say to us is contained in here. And so, how do we glorify him if we don't know him? Right? And how do we know what he's called us to do and how we should live and how we should act if we don't know this thing? And so the best thing that we can do, the best thing that we can resolve to do is to grow deeper in our knowledge and our love for him. And we do that by reading his word and spending time in prayer and communication with him. So, so resolve to do those things each and every day. Right? To, to make a goal in 2017 to spend time with God each and every day, to read his word every day. There's all kinds of daily reading plans and all that kind of stuff. It's simple steps to know, and, to know God and love him more. It's simple steps, small steps, small resolutions each and every day to know him more. Spend time with him. Maybe you need uh, to resolve. Maybe you need to choose to make up your mind uh, to ask for help with some sin you have going on in your life. Maybe there's some sort of addiction that you need to ask prayer for. Maybe you have something else going on that you need to bring somebody else in on. Right? You can, you can choose to do that at any time. You can resolve to do that. And ultimately, that decision is going to glorify God. Whatever it is, whatever's going on, whatever resolutions you need to make today, tonight, tomorrow, each and every day for the rest of the year, for the rest of your life, right? Acknowledge God's work. Acknowledge his work and rely on his grace and his power to work through you and ultimately bring glory to God. That's our purpose in life. Right, that's our purpose. And in a time when, when everybody's making new resolutions to be better, we need to rely on God, his grace, his power, and everything that he's done through Jesus to, to take us further and deeper in our love for God. And we're going to experience more joy, more peace, better, abundant life whenever we're relying on Jesus in every decision that we make as well. We hope that you've enjoyed the message today and that it will be a source of encouragement to you this week. At Champion Forest Baptist Church, we desire to help people make sense out of life through Christ-centered living. And that's because with Christ, we have hope and true satisfaction. The Bible clearly states that all men have offended God by worshiping things He created instead of Him. We have chosen to reject His authority in our life and look for satisfaction in things He created instead of Him, which is ultimately pointless given that He is truly the only thing that can satisfy us completely. He is the perfection of everything we seek. The problem is, though, that once we have sinned against Him by turning to these other things, a gap is created between us, not allowing us to access Him anymore to find this satisfaction. God's character demands that our rebellion be accounted for before He forgives us. And this is the beauty of the message of Jesus. Christ is perfect in every way. He never rebelled against God, and He took upon our punishment on Himself so that we could be reconciled to God and be fully satisfied in Him, gaining eternal life. We need Jesus because without Him we are without hope, both in this life and for eternity. Turn to Christ alone for forgiveness and find satisfaction fully in our great God. Once again, thanks for joining us today, and we hope to see you soon.